Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, November 7th, and we have completed week 44 of 2022. As a reminder, businesstravel360.com is a great resource to take advantage of for everything business travel. Here you can listen, read, and watch, take advantage of deals, look up events, and even have some fun with some great videos. You can check all of this out at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Mexico's president would like to begin allowing non-Mexican airlines to fly domestic routes within Mexico. The announcement was made earlier this week by the president and comes as Mexico's airline industry has grown more concentrated following the collapse of Interjet during the pandemic. Currently, just three airlines, Aeromexico, Volaris, and Viva Aerobus, control 97% of the Mexican domestic market, according to Dohop, which develops technology platforms that enable airline interconnectivity. The Dohop commercial director said that such a change will appeal to U.S. low-cost airlines. Three in five business travelers have curbed their flying habits as the result of the pandemic, according to a survey by Transport and Environment as part of its Travel Smart campaign. In a poll of 2,500 employees across the UK, US, France, Germany, and Spain, 74% said businesses must set corporate flying reduction targets and that these must be part of travel policy in order to combat climate change. The survey found that nearly three-quarters of employees believe reductions in air travel are an important factor when it comes to reducing a company's carbon footprint. And of the 1,300 respondents who report needing to fly for work, 62% said that they have curbed their flying habits compared to pre-pandemic levels. 27% said that they fly as often as they did previously, and 11% said that they're now flying more. Expedia Group is reporting its highest ever adjusted EBITDA and revenue, and highest lodging bookings in the third quarter. Revenue in the quarter came in at $3.6 billion compared to $2.9 billion in Q3 of 2021, a 22% increase. Gross booking value was at $24 billion, up 28% year-over-year, but below the average anticipated by Wall Street analysts of $25.1 billion. As a percentage of total revenue in Q3, lodging accounted for 80%, advertising and media accounted for 6%, air for 3%, and all other revenues accounted for the remaining 11 The third quarter of this year saw booking holdings achieve its highest quarterly revenue and adjusted EBITDA ever. Revenues in the third month period that ended in September 30th, 2022 surged 29% year-on-year to $6.1 billion. Adjusted EBITDA rose 26% year-on-year to $2.7 billion. Booking Holdings net income for the quarter reached $1.7 billion, up 117% year-on-year. Gross travel bookings in Q3 2022 climbed to $32 billion, an increase of 36% from the same quarter last year. Room nights booked rose 31% year-on-year. Marketing expenses came in for the quarter at $1.8 billion, up from $1.4 billion in Q3 of 2021. Now in news that can impact your travel. Ride-hailing company Lyft plans to terminate about 683 employees, representing 13% of its workforce, according to the Thursday U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filing. 
In connection with the layoffs, the company estimates that it will incur between $22 million to $32 million worth of restructuring and relating charges related to employee severance and benefit costs, which Lyft anticipates will hit the fourth quarter of 2022. Lyft is not altering its 2024 financial targets for $1 billion in adjusted EBITDA and more than $700 billion in cash free flow. Delta Airlines pilots have voted to authorize union leadership to strike should negotiations stall long enough for such an action to become legal under federal law. The vote, however, does not mean that the strike is imminent. The Airline Pilots Association, ALPA, said that 99% voted in support of the authorization and 96% of its nearly 15,000 union members within Delta participated in the vote. The vote came nearly three years after the labor contract between Delta management and its pilots became amendable. Talks entered mediation in February 2020 and were paused in March 2020 for nearly two years due to the pandemic. Mediated talks resumed in January of 2022. 2022 will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Air Canada and Emirates launched a new co-chair agreement, with tickets now available for sale for travel beginning December 1st. Initially, the codes will be available in 35 markets, with another 11 to be added pending final regulatory approval, covering the Americas, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and the Indian subcontinent, according to the airlines. Tickets can be purchased via the airline's websites and through all major outlets. Eventually, the airlines will introduce a reciprocal loyalty offering, allowing members of the Aeroplane and Skywards programs to earn and redeem points on flights operated by Emirates and Air Canada, respectively. Eligible passengers will soon have reciprocal lounge access, according to the airlines. Hotel sourcing solution Business Travel Performance Automation has launched a technology platform in partnership with sustainability tech firm Thrust Carbon to address sustainability in the hotel sourcing process. BTP Automation through the platform, dubbed the BTP Green Care Index, will deliver pre-trip real-time actionable data through their intelligent hotel sourcing technology with real-time thrust carbon key hotel sustainability data and reporting. Alaska Airlines has entered into a mileage partnership with the rideshare app Lyft. Mileage plan loyalty members can earn two miles for each dollar spent on Lyft rides in the U.S. or Canada until December 31st. After the new year, accrual rates will be one mile per dollar spent. To partake, individuals must link their mileage plan and Lyft accounts at alaskalyft.com. Sign up is free. And now in news relating to the return to travel. The TSA PreCheck has reduced the enrollment and its in-person renewal fees from $85 to $78. The cost to renew online is still $70. If approved, enrollees can get a five-year membership with the program. The TSA PreCheck is a trusted travel program offering expedited security screening at the airport. Air New Zealand on October 30th resumed its nonstop flights between Auckland and Chicago. Initially, the route will operate three times weekly, each Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. The reception of the Chicago service means Air New Zealand is back to serving all 29 of its international pre-COVID destinations, according to the airline. Its six North American destinations are Honolulu, Houston, LA, New York, San Francisco, and Vancouver. European airline traffic recovered to 88% of pre-COVID levels for the three months from July to September, but the continent's major hubs continue to lag behind regional airports. 
Figures from the airline's body ACI Europe shows that surging international airline traffic drove a 61% rise in passengers during the third quarter compared with the same period in 2021. ACI Europe's report also shows that the recovery has continued its momentum during 2022. Traffic was down by 39% in the first quarter of the year compared with 2019. This improved to 17% down in Q2 and only 12% down in Q3. Delta Airlines elite members may be in for a holiday treat the next time that they fly with the airline. That's because Delta Airlines is trialing a new Wi-Fi offering for Medallion members on select aircraft. Elite flyers will now be able to log on to DeltaWiFi.com portal to see if their flight features complimentary internet access. If it does, all they'll need to do is enter their SkyMiles number and password, and then they'll be connected to the internet. No day passes or monthly subscriptions are required. Hotel firm Wyndham has announced its latest brand, Echo Suites Extended Stay, which already has 120 new built properties in development in the U.S., Echo Suites will be Wyndham's 24th brand and is the company's fastest-growing development brand. Wyndham will use a 124-room prototype for the properties that only requires two acres of land to be built. Ground was breaking on the first property in Plano, Texas in September, with two more hotels in Virginia also starting construction. The first Echo Suites is expected to open in 2023. Frontier Airlines will introduce an annual all-you-can-fly pass next spring. The discount airline is offering specifics about the product, which it is calling the Go Wild Pass. No price has been revealed. Frontier has said that the pass holders will be able to take an unlimited number of flights over the course of the 12-month period with access to all of the airline's destinations. The company also implied that there will be blackout periods, noting that the flights will be available to pass holders on more than 300 days a year. And now in some technology news. BCD Travel has signed an expanded technology agreement with Sabre Corp that will deepen technology development collaboration between the two companies as BCD increases its booking volume through the Sabre Global Distribution System. Earlier this month, BCD announced it was going to move towards a dual global GDS strategy, focusing its strategy with Sabre and Amadeus, and ending its distribution relationship with Travelport. As such, BCD expects meaningful growth in Sabre's GDS bookings with the new long-term deal. BCD and Sabre also plan to invest and work together on technology to improve travel management capabilities. In particular, BCD plans to benefit from Sabre's goals, such as cloud migration, development of microservices, and enhanced use of artificial intelligence and machine learning. Joby Aviation has delayed the introduction of its new electric air taxi by about one year to 2025, as the certification of the new aircraft process was slower than they had hoped. The developer disclosed the delay in a letter to shareholders on Wednesday. The delay has immediate implications for Delta Airlines, which in October unveiled plans to launch a premium air taxi product with Joby in 2024. Delta will sell and market the flights on what is known as Electric Vertical Takeoff and Landing Vehicles, or EV Toll, while Joby manages operations and branding under the exclusive partnership. The airline will invest up to $200 million in the air taxi company and be its sole partner on the new premium service for at least five years after commercial launch. And now, in news about sustainable travel. Iberia Airlines has signed an agreement to purchase 6 million gallons of sustainable aviation fuel each year for five years, according to Givo, with deliveries projected to start in 2024. Iberia is part of the IAG, 
International Airlines Group, which is committed to achieving net zero carbon emissions by 2050, with 10% usage of SAF by 2030. The expected value of the deal is $165 million for a five year period, according to Jivo. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.